Hello and welcome to the Fabulous by Design podcast. I'm your host Evie. I am excited you are listening today. This show inspires and empowers you to take the next step towards a life you can't stop thinking about. I am bringing in people from all over the world with authentic and inspiring stories. People who change their lives from good to better, from miserable to great, turned strategy into hope and became successful entrepreneurs and business owners, living their dream life on their own terms. Grab your favorite note-taking device, lean back and get inspired. I believe that everything you need to create the life of your dreams is already within you. I am today here with Ronnie. She is a mindset and fitness coach helping women feel amazing in their bodies without burning themselves out. Welcome, Ronnie. I am excited to have you on my show. Thank you for your time, for being here. Would you introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit more about your story? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Vana. I'm really excited to be here and chat with your audience. Um, but yeah, so I am a fitness and mindset coach. I started as a personal trainer. I went to school for fitness and health promotion. And I always saw myself honestly going into something more corporate and professional because, you know, that's what you did when you went to school. You got a real big girl job. But I was always drawn to the fitness side of things. So I got more into that. And then the more I started working with clients and honestly on my own journey, the more I realized how important the mindset side of it is. You see, before I started working in fitness, I lost about, you know, 30, 40 pounds. And I got to my society induced goal weight and I still didn't like what I saw in the mirror. And like, that was the moment for me that I was like, okay, wow. Like it is, it's so much more than just, you know, how much you weigh and what size you are, because I didn't realize that while I was losing the weight, I was constantly criticizing myself the whole time. So is it any surprise that when I got to my goal weight, all I saw was something to criticize. And that was for me when I realized just how important the mindset side of it all is. So ever since then, I started really focusing on like, yes, I help women lose weight and all of the things, but we really focus on loving themselves from the inside out because that's where the real transformation happens. And like, that's where the real glow and confidence comes from too, is from within. So now I'm on a mission to help women love their bodies and heal their relationships with food and their body along the way. I love that. This is a very lovely and holistic approach to our, yeah, to our health and the reason why we are on this earth. And I read on your Instagram and I love that quote that you say, the rest of your life begins when you realize you weren't put on this earth to be skinny, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, as you said, you had your you had your goal reached and you didn't feel comfortable, like not at all comfortable, right? You didn't like what you see, uh, saw in the mirror. Can you go a little bit more like into depth of to explain the situation, what we see and what we really feel and as well on how to, you know, to make that change, to make that shift of what we actually see. Because I have the impression and I noticed from my own perspective as, as standing in front of the mirror and the first thing my eyes go to is the areas I am consciously disliking. I am the most aware of, right? And sometimes yes. I need to really force myself or kindly force myself to be like, no, just... Try to see the whole thing, the body you are living, 
right? The entire human being and not just the love handle or, you know, a little bit loose skin there. I mean, we are all getting older eventually, right? And the signs are there. How to how to make the shift, Ronnie? Yeah, so I think the first thing that kind of helped me realize was that we don't see ourselves the way everybody else sees us, right? Because we kind of have this filter of ourselves where we as a society are taught to criticize ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? We are taught to pick ourselves apart, to look for the things we don't like. And you know, the way the mind works, what we focus on expands. So the more you look at things you don't like, the more you amplify those things. It's like very basic level when you get a pimple, right? And you think that's all anyone is looking at when they look at your face. Meanwhile, they probably didn't even realize it was there, right? And it's just the crazy way that our mind works, right? We're always looking for the negative. And that's why I say all the time, body image is more about your mind than your body, because Mm -hmm. it all comes down to how you're looking at it, right? It's why you can feel great one minute. And then maybe you go catch yourself in a bad angle at a different mirror, and then you don't feel good about yourself, right? So the first step that I get my clients and anyone to take is to practice I tell you to put a little sticky note on your mirror to remind you. And every time you look in the mirror, look for something you love about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so every time you go in the bathroom, anytime you go do your makeup, anytime you do anything. And what that does is it actually reprograms your brain, right? So like you said there, you focus on the things that you want to change. Right. So this little hack reprograms your brain so that every time you look in the mirror, instead of looking for things to criticize, you're actually training your brain to look for what you love instead. And the more you do that, the more you amplify those things. And of course, when you are looking at and seeing things you like about yourself, you just glow differently. Right. You feel more confident and you allow other people to see those areas as well. Mm. So that's where I would start with that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I say I always realize like we have so simple tools available and it's no rocket science. And I think that what discourages people is the time it takes to reprogram our brain of seeing different, thinking different, right? Because mm-hmm. I think the little devil within us, he will be get, get loud the moment you start making any changes and he will stay there uh, until it's done. And I think this is something that people sometimes just, it's easy to give up on, but we do have those very simple tools. Like, you know, like guys do more of the obvious, right? Rather yeah. than digging deep and looking for, I don't know, a miracle to happen. Yeah. You mentioned not to focus on the parts we want to change. My question is, is it always about a change? Because I learned in my previous work in the fitness and health industry, I'm out for many, many years. That's why, you know, I'm leaving it all up to you. That is it always necessary to change something? Because we are built the way we are. And sometimes we have to accept one or the other curve, you know, different lengths in legs, arms, uh, crooked nose, crooked toes, like nobody is straight and perfect. Is it always about the change? And should we focus on the change? So yes and no. I -hmm. think it is great to look back and focus on how much you have changed and grown in your progress right? When you can see how how far you've come, that allow, that's what motivates you to keep going, 
right? When you can say, wow, look at, I can see definition in my legs. I can see definition in my arms and celebrating the change in that way, I think is awesome, right? Because it motivates you to keep going. But when we are only focused on the things that we want to change, then that's when we put pressure on ourselves, right? That's when we're working out to burn calories. That's when we're eating as little as possible. So the goal is, it's kind of like, it's a little tricky because you do, yes, you're focusing on change as it comes, but the goal is to not do them for the change, right? Don't just work out so that you'll change the thing you don't like about yourself, right? We want to, it's, you want to learn to love and appreciate your body as it changes. And that is where you get faster results and you can actually maintain them, right? Because when you fall in love with the process, when you start working out because you feel better when you do, rather than to burn calories, you're actually able to keep going and to keep doing it. So what I do with my clients is I don't ask them like, you know, what areas of your body do you want to change? What do you want to get rid of? It's more of, okay, what results did you see this week, right? How are you feeling? And we celebrate the change that has occurred because the more we notice how much we've changed, the more we allow ourselves to believe we can continue changing. But it's hard to focus on a specific area because like you were saying, everybody's bodies are different, right? So that's well another reason why we want to focus on the things that we love about ourselves. Because when you can say, you know what? I have really nice arms. I have really nice this. Then you might not have the same legs as somebody else, but it doesn't matter because you have good arms and you love that about you, right? So it's about amplifying your the strengths and the things that you love about you and being able to accept it. And funny enough, I find when we allow ourselves to accept the things that we want to change, they change or we change our perception on them. Right. They don't, they're not such a big deal anymore because we've kind of let it go. And as soon as you take that pressure off yourself, it becomes easier to take action and to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for summarizing this. It's it's great. I agree. And I love that you said, like, you know, that you measure by definition of the legs and the arms to measure progress and not by size, which I think is a main major point that really helps as well practicing self-compassion and self-love, right? It's the way we are. And I love that you said that, yeah, it's about acceptance. And then I don't know whether the our perception changes or really the body changes, but it doesn't matter in the end, right? It's all about how we feel, how we, yeah, how, how we show up. And I think when we focus on the journey, rather than the outcome or forcing the outcome even can be even fun, right? To be on the journey. Do you agree with me? Yes. And that's where you want to get to. Like, I love when my clients come in and they're like, they're not workout people, right? They don't like exercise. Like they're just there because they have to. And then they tell me that they start looking forward to the workouts and actually enjoying them. And as soon as you start enjoying the process, like you're done. You've made it because that's just who you are now. So uh, I I totally agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the good thing is what I enjoy because I was back then when I was younger, very competitive in sports and it was all about the results. It was partly about how I look, but it was more about being strong and having to deliver on the competitions. Now my perspective has shifted, you know, 360 degrees. 
And I even have to admit, sometimes it takes a little bit more effort to get myself to these exercises. Like back then, it was just, you know, call it, you know, commitment, but we can also call it some sort of an addiction as well that I developed over time, which is now not the case at all. But what it also does to me is not just that I, you know, I'm happy that I've worked out. I feel all these happy hormones kicking in. And what it also does I feel it as like a calming process to regulate my nervous system. And what then changes are the thoughts because we can't easily change our thoughts and all those limiting beliefs and the the negativity that we just have as human beings. We can't make that just by saying, okay, don't think about it. But by regulating our nervous system, it has a positive effect on our brains on our uh, way we think and there is where the change happens and this is what I experience and really embrace right now more than yeah seeing the the physical changes because I am now 35 my body is changing dramatically I have the feeling and sometimes I don't even know like you know the more I look at it the more I don't know it gets more weird and if I just don't look at it and I be and I just do my thing, I really feel, yeah, this is the space where I should be right now and not anywhere else. And I'm not going to put the yeah. effort in to make those changes because it just would make me literally sit every day in the gym. I'm not the person anymore like I used to be. So mm-hmm. I would choose for my health. And yeah. what you said, it's like you taking the people on a journey of growth and progress i love that because what i also love is translating sports mindset into business mindset and i think Mm -hmm. it goes so hand in hand totally yeah and i'm Mm -hmm. curious to hear how you started your business journey and i would like to go a little bit deeper into the topic you mentioned before in our previous conversations that you've been in business for two years when mm-hmm. you thought of giving up? Yes. Would you like to take us a little bit through the story? Absolutely. So I I quit my job about about two and a half years ago now. And it was one of those things that I my heart wasn't in the job anymore. And I knew I wanted to put all my efforts into my business. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna quit my job. And it was, it was hard, right? So I hired a coach. I did with the right things and I was doing the work and I'm the type of person who I follow the plan, right? I do what I need to do. I do everything right. And it was like, I was watching it work for other people and it was like kind of working for me. Like I'd get, you know, I get a few clients here and there and then I'd fall off a little bit. And it just was always this roller coaster. And I kept asking myself, like, am I really cut out for this? Am I meant to do this? Mm-hmm. And it am was I just, good it enough? felt, Yeah. And that Mm -hmm. was a running story in my head is, am I good enough? Because what I had been telling myself before was you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're not enough. That was just the running story in my head for my, like for as long as I can remember. And so, yeah, about the two year point, it was like, you know, talking about it with my boyfriend and all the things. And it was like, do I need to go and get a job? Like, is this going to work out for me? And my mom actually said to me, she goes, Ron, the only way you won't be successful is if you stop. Mm -hmm. And it just, it kind of hit me. She said, what if you just dedicate this next year and just go all in? So I reinvested in myself and I kept going and I just like asking myself better questions. Right. And finally in 
yeah, January, I was like, I was like ready to give up. I was feeling all the things I had my best month ever. And it just like, everything was coming together. Like clients were coming in and getting results and it felt good. And I mean, of course there's roller coasters, right? I've had, I've had moments since then where I was like, am I cut out for this? But the biggest thing that I've learned is I just keep my mom's voice in the back of my head, right? Like the only way to fail is to quit. As long as you keep going, you will be successful. And that has really kept me going since then. And the other thing that I've really been working on is the stories that I tell myself, right? So all this time when I'm telling myself, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not this enough, is it any wonder that it wasn't working, right? Because I'm telling myself, you're not good enough. And then I go and try and sell a program or go do something, right? Like that's not very inspiring and it doesn't feel very good. So, I mean, I still have those thoughts, right? I'm a business owner. We all have those thoughts of like, oh my gosh, am I going to keep doing this? But I don't sit in them as long, right? I let myself feel the feelings and then I shift them. And it's like, do I want more of this? And if the answer is no, then I pick a different thought, right? And I think one thing that I didn't realize was everybody feels that feeling, right? Of like, am I good enough? This is like, you know, nothing ever works out for me. It's just not possible for me. A lot of us tell that story and we're all comparing ourselves to other people, but we're comparing ourselves to what they show us. Like the funniest part is I had people over the last two years reaching out to me saying, Ronnie, like you're killing it. You're so inspiring. I love watching you. And I would like message my mom and I'm like, what, what do people see that I don't? And that was exactly it, right? They saw my potential, whereas all I could see was all the bad, right? All the crappy stuff and all of my self-doubts. I mean, it's challenging, but it's like, you know, the biggest thing is, is just not giving up on yourself and reattaching to that goal as often as you need to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I totally agree because we never know if, I mean, in your case, you have put in two years of work you invested not just financially but also time and work into your mm-hmm. business and then suddenly the uh, limiting beliefs the, the negative thoughts you know if we allow them to get such a momentum they get bigger mm-hmm. and they get big so quickly and they get huge and we are not able to stop that. I think this has kept so many people from their success because you don't know if you stick with it one day longer, what might happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And so what's funny is I just want to put interject really quickly is um, I remember I was having a really rough day about it, right? I was like, it was a week where I probably cried every single day. And my boyfriend found that picture of, you know, the two guys in the mine and the one guy is digging and he turns around and the other guy keeps going and he just went that much further And, you know, he found the diamond or the gold or whatever it is. And he was like, you know, an inch away. And so, you know, between my mom and him, I keep those visuals in the back of my mind of like, you really don't know, like it could be the next day where your big break comes, but you just, you need to keep going to find out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's nothing different in sports. It's nothing different on your fitness journey. I think that Mm -hmm. to having those mindsets and to compare them to each other, They are very similar. And I think the persistence you have developed is through sports. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I grew up playing uh, competitive sports my whole life, probably why I went into fitness. And I remember like the conversation we had, I was also comparing my like two years in business to people's fitness journeys, right? Because we look at people who look great, 
right? We look at people who look great, or even in business, you look at people who are super successful and you think they have it all together, that their life is great. Meanwhile, like I said, those last few years, people thought I had it all together. People thought my life was great. And I thought my life was awful, right? I was beating myself up. I was so hard on myself, but the biggest difference is that even when it didn't look like it was working, I kept going, mm-hmm. right? I kept going. I kept learning to believe in myself. And it's the same thing in sports and in fitness, right? People think, oh, I ate a salad and I worked out like every day for a week. I am not at my goals. Like what's wrong with me? And I was like, nothing's wrong with you. You just get to keep going, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that thing of like, people want the overnight success, but nobody's an overnight success, right? We just don't see all of the behind the scenes because it's impossible to show all of the behind the scenes because most of it goes on in our heads, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And especially, first of all, what I want to mention, no one has it 100% together. I think this is something, uh, it's a very wishful thought, uh, no matter in what area of Mm -hmm. life and even, you know, in business, not at all. There is nothing you can keep together that much, right? Because there's always always a little (laughs) roller coaster and it can always be exciting. But what is also difficult in the beginning of uh, when when starting a business, like we can't immediately measure in revenue, in money, in clients, right? Because there is so much work to do before we meet our Mm -hmm. first client, the second, the third, the fourth, and so on. So it is so important to be able to stick with the work and to, you know, to have fun along the way and to see the bigger picture to see also to measure success differently. Yeah. Have you done that? And if so, how did you do that? How did you measure success? So this has been an ongoing lesson for me. Um, I've had to learn it a few different ways. First, it was with my body, right? The first thing was I thought if I lost the weight, then I'd be successful, then I'd be good enough. And that didn't happen. So I had to learn to fall in love with the journey, right? And realize that like, that in itself was a success, right? Being able to see myself differently. Um, And in business, it's the story of like, you know, we always tell ourselves, oh, when I make 10K a month, then I'll be successful. When I have this many clients, then I'll be successful. But the truth is, is once you hit that 10K, then you want 20, then you want more, right? There's always that drive to keep going. And I think the thing for me was realizing that I've already changed people's lives, right? And being able to celebrate every win along the way is what allows you to see that you're already successful. Because, you know, my mom used to always like ask me all the time, like, what are you in such a hurry for? Like, I was Mm -hmm. always like in a rush, like to finish school, to get a job, to do all the things. And she was like, literally like, what are you rushing to? Like, There's no finish line. And I was like, oh yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) it was that thing that we can always be more successful but we will never feel successful until we allow ourselves to enjoy the now. So for me, it's just really learning to appreciate every step along the way and attach to the thing of like, you know, I am already successful. And whether you're on your fitness journey or your business journey or both, that's really the goal, right? And that's why I like get this with all of my clients of like, celebrating each win and positively reinforcing yourself along the way. Because when you do that, then you feel successful. And like I said, there's no end goal. There's no like one thing that's like, okay, you're successful now, right? Until you decide. You can decide you're successful right now and that'll change the impact of everything else that you have. Exactly. This is it. And I think everybody should have a success stack, how I like to call it, and to just put on the smallest 
things we achieve on our journey, no matter what. Sometimes it can be just as simple as I got up today and despite all the thoughts in my head that I am not good enough, that what I'm even doing here, despite all that, I did my work and just stepping into the emotion once you are done, like how this can change and the, the drive you get back again by simply, I don't want to call it simply, by overcoming these thoughts and doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I I have done that for me and for many clients of mine that we were really digging and making the success tech. And this sometimes, you know, lines up and people are like, oh, wow, I have done it all already. I'm like, yeah. They just, you know, we're always chasing the the big, which is good. I totally agree with yeah. that. But we have to enjoy our journey and as well, really, really make sure we take good care of ourselves and have really, really great fun along the way. Because it's not, I do it now and I live later and I have the fun later because later might never come. Yeah, it's not I the way that. we expected. Yeah. And that's one thing that like, I'm really drawn to about you, right. Is like where you live now and it's like, you're over in Thailand and it's so beautiful. And I think you're a really like living, breathing proof of, you know, you get to enjoy it now. So how, like, how do you keep that momentum going when you're living in this beautiful place all the time? Like, do you ever catch yourself taking it for granted or like, you know, like what, what do you do to tap into that every day? That's a great question, Ronnie. You know, there are times where I take it for granted. And the reason is because, you know, we are chasing a goal. And the moment while we chase it, we never know whether this goal, once we reach it, is going to be desirable because we don't know how it feels. And what often is the case, you reach it, you feel a short success, a feeling of success, a short, you know, happiness, but the moment you reached it, it becomes so, you know, and I think this is also quite human to do. It's like, of course, I reached it. I've been working for it, right? And we yeah. don't celebrate ourselves enough for this because, of course, I reached it because I've been working for it. And we just, the same moment we put ourselves down and put the next goal on the pin board. So right? true. So, so what true. I do, I really, living in a moment while being on vacation is not easy because the simple fact that we are moving monthly, right? That you are all already, you are planning the future quite ahead. If it's just mm-hmm. for accommodation and maybe the places we want to visit to make like some uh, free time plans, it's very difficult to stay present. So this is a constant work for me. And I lost myself as well on that journey. And I had to get help to, you know, to find back, the way into you know living my dream and actually enjoying it because it turned out to be difficult so what I do I really try always try and sometimes even on a daily basis to remind myself to look at the sky to look at this beautiful pool up there to look at my amazing working spot even if it's just you know a kitchen table but it's beautiful marble and I am just you know to feel gratitude for all the things I was doing and just not taking it for granted. And this is something I have to remind myself day in, day out. That's what I was wondering. Cause it's like, you know, when you're there for so long, like, you know, it's that it's, it takes intention to bring your awareness back into the present. So I love that you're consciously working on that and allowing yourself to be present. That's really powerful. 
Yeah, I, I think it's very necessary because it's so easy to drift into the other direction and to, you know, why I have done this, like, you know, it can turn out to be like, why well, I'm even doing this, you know, why don't you just go home? Mm-hmm. But you also have to remind yourself of the why. Why I yes. left again my home country to discover cultures, to meet different people, to see, you know, what the world has to offer. So it has a uh, lot of perspectives and it is you know, if I say constant work, people might perceive it as a negative, but it's a, it is constant, but it's very positive and always leaves me behind with a feeling of, wow, this is your yeah. life. That's beautiful. And that's, that's like, imagine if everybody felt like that every day, right? Like that's, that's the goal, right? That's, that's, pro- that's why we do what we do. <laughs> so exactly. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, that would be awesome. And I think it's not possible to feel that they like like that every day. It's just like very human that you also have bad days. But if yeah. you're able to tap into the positivity and into the, you know, the the things that really matter, we can create a life full of abundance and gratitude, happiness around us. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Bonnie, a last question to you. What do people misunderstand the most about you? Um one thing that I think I used to always get a lot was that I come off like until people talk to me, they think I'm very like intimidating. And I get like, I I think being in fitness and in sports and I tend to have a, I have a loud energy about me. Um, But it's one of those things that like, you know, I appear different than I am. Right. And then as soon as people kind of have a conversation with me and they get into it. um, But it's, it's funny, like when I moved out here and I started meeting like more people, it was that thing of people never being able to like put a finger on who I was. Like some people, like, you know, they just, like I said, they think I'm either intimidating or like this or that. And, um, really like I aim to be one, like extremely friendly and welcoming and open. And it's, uh, yeah, that was something that was definitely challenging for me, like growing up. And then, like I said, moving and trying to make friends, it's, uh, it always used to make me laugh because I don't feel like I'm a very intimidating, uh, person, but, that's just like, we don't know the energies that we're putting out there necessarily. So yeah, it's uh, something that's always been something that I've been told. And I never really quite understood it until I started understanding a little bit more behind energy and things like that. That's interesting. That would mm-hmm. be a topic for a whole different episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it has to come to an end. And I would like to ask you, where can people find you, Ronnie? What is the easiest way to get get in touch with you so i am active on all of my social medias uh so i am ronnie underscore travis on both instagram and tiktok and i sent you those links so um i'm sure you can put those kind of in the show notes because i do spell my name a little bit differently but i am very active on social media i love interacting with people and hearing you know their stories and being able to connect with them one-on-one But I also put together a little gift for your audience, which I did send you. So it is a total health and wellness getting started guide. And it has a like a workout, a little nutrition plan and a wellness checklist. So if you are somebody who wants to get started, but you're not sure because it's kind of overwhelming and you just kind of want to ease into things, then the guide will be the perfect way to ease into it and help you feel better from the inside out again, because that's that's the goal, right? To feel and look our best. I love that. Thank you so much, Ronnie. I will 
put it everything in the show notes so people can just go there and ac- access it with an easy click. And with that said, thank you so much for being vulnerable here with us. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm sure it will inspire so many people out there with the same obstacles and struggles and the same thought. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast.